Hey, my name is Bill. And my name is Danny. And we are a, a couple, couple of park, park hoppers. The last week or so has been full of spring break tourists, but also plenty of theme park news. We've got lots of information for you from both Disney and Universal. So let's dive right in. Let's hop to it. Guys, we finally did it. We finally got to go see a parade on Main Street during the day. Let's pause real quick for in remembrance of this part of Festival Fantasy. I or at know, least the lyrics. I know. The the lyrics change a lot has changed. Yes, they did eliminate the lyrics part of Zippity Doodah in the final Mickey segment in the Festival of Fantasy of Parade. And one more part, right? Yeah. And it's coming up in just a second. Here, here. in a second. But, it, yes, people are calling Disney woke, but I totally understand why they got rid of these parts of the song. Because the instrumental's still there, but the lyrics are still there. But here's the part that we were talking about. Here's the right second here. part that they got rid of. Yeah, so they got rid of that verse from Dumbo, where the uh, racist crows, I guess, right. are uh, singing that song. Well, here's here's the thing. Disney's been around for so long that, you know, they need to update some of these things. And they're, sure. But the thing is, they're listening, even though they, maybe they should have done it on their own. It's, I mean, it's really hard for me to say, but... Uh, you know they're listening and you know the only person who's calling disney woke is ron desantis <laughs> and his opinion doesn't uh, matter we're not going to get into that but that guy is a piece of work <laughs> i would i would say piece of something else but <laughs> sure we'll say, we'll say piece of work but yeah, so we got finally got to see Festival of Fantasy for the yes. first time in almost two Forever. years. Yes. Yeah, we were there on opening day when it came back on March 11th. It was so exciting to see people lined up and down Main Street, up and down Frontierland, all around the hub, just eager in anticipation for a parade to come back down Main Street. Now, before I forget, I do want to mention something. What's that? So we actually went to Magic Kingdom and the funny part about this was we were going to go to the afternoon parade because we figured that oh, the, yes. the morning parade was going to be like Vlogger Central. You were going to have all the you know Disney fans who wanted to be first to see the parade there. And so when we looked at the weather, the weather looked awful. Yeah. Like, whoa, whoa, she's from New York now. Awful. She's awful, darling. Awful. It's awful. <laughs> it just looks awful. It's going to be awful. <laughs> We're watching Big Bang Theory right now. <laughs> uh, we really enjoy that show. But, uh, so we had, uh, we were like, oh, well, let's go see the first parade. And we went to the first parade, and while we were waiting for it, it the, the sky kind of started to look ominous. Yeah, it was getting dark, and you started sprinkling, like, literally five minutes before it was supposed to start. And then right before the parade starts, the sky is closed. 
I can't even explain to you. Like people talk about the Disney bubble, and obviously it's not a real thing because you can't literally build a bubble over forty nine square miles sure. of land. <laughs> but holy crap! If there was ever a day to believe in the Disney bubble, it was that day. Well, just to kind of continue on that, what ended up happening was we we went to the first parade. <laughs> the sky closed. Parade happened. After the parade ended, we went up to the front and you may have caught our TikTok live where we were waiting for the stage show to start and the heavens opened and it came down so hard. They canceled the show last second. Yeah. All of a sudden, like this really loud music and this voiceover comes on. It was like, due to unforeseen circumstances, this performance of Mickey's magical friendship fair will not be happening. (laughs) Firework, firework, firework. Sorry. (laughs) It was like the most grandiose cancellation ever. It was the most magical cancellation (laughs) I've ever seen. It was like, sorry to ruin your day. But the story goes on. It gets even wilder. So like we said before, sprinkled and rained before the first parade started it literally stopped right the parade got all the way down main street and then it poured to cancel the stage show right then we got lunch at cosmic rays we went inside and it rained while we were in cosmic rays right. having lunch and sure enough the sun came out while we were in cosmic rays and we left to go watch the second parade and it did it, not... It was still drizzling a little bit. It, it was, looked ominous. Yeah. But then once the parade started coming d- uh, through Liberty Square and on onto the hub area, it literally stopped raining. And it did not rain until the parade was over and we were walking out of Magic Kingdom back to the contemporary. And then uh, once we were at the car and leaving, we uh, we ended up like just getting caught in torrential rain. So it was Crazy, so strange. Guys. It was like... The Disney bubble was really in effect, and we actually uh, we got to park at the Contemporary because we ate there. Yeah, earlier. we had a we had a uh, reservation at Steakhouse Seventy One. Shout out Tim, he's awesome. So, um, so yeah, uh, it was just so wild to me. Now, uh, aside from the Disney bubble being in full effect that day, um, there were a couple other changes to the to the parade. So first off, the music. Yeah, yes, the music we definitely was wanted to talk about that. Um, the zippity doo and the When I See an Elephant Fly lyric parts, because the instrumental was still there, so the music just didn't change to something new, but they just took the singing part out. Right. Um, so the zippity doo and the When I See an Elephant Fly lyrics were muted. Um, what I noticed was that I, I remember in the past where the parade would stop for 30 seconds to a minute or something, and you would have like dance numbers with the tons of dancers that were in the Festival of Fantasy Parade. And they would stop, you know, every, I don't know, 100, 200 yards and like do their dance. And that I noticed was not there anymore. It definitely rolled more along like a cavalcade than it did um, in the past of the of the parades. I feel like one of the things that I noticed as soon as the it turned the corner and it was funny because I was already crying. I was crying <laughs> like that whole morning. She's a crier. I'm a crier. I'm, I get very emotional and just knowing that we were going to see a parade for the first time in two years was just, it felt very emotional and there were cast members who were crying. People were crying. People were really hyped about this, Yeah, but I was so like excited and emotional that, and I was trying to get a TikTok live to, <laughs> yeah, connect. This, there were so many people there in anticipation for the parade that we couldn't even connect to the live. Yeah, so we're trying to figure out exactly like ah, half, it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating. What we're trying to figure out is 
when is does TikTok Live actually and like things like Facebook Live? When do those things actually connect, and when right. when does it kind of cut it off? So we're we're still figuring that out. We do know that if it's less busy, it it's an easy connect. But yeah. what, on busy days, excited days, where a lot of people want to stream, it's really hard to connect. But anyway, as the parade was coming around the corner, the first thing that we noticed was that Beast was not at the very, very front of the the parade. Yeah, that was really odd. And it got even odder as the parade went along. Right. And, I mean, Belle had her moment. You go, girl. Like, <laughs> but every single princess in that first float... So, Anna didn't have Elsa. Uh, Tiana didn't have Prince Naveen. Yep. Uh, who else is on that float? Who am I missing? Um, trying to think. Basically, Cinderella didn't have Prince Charming. Right. So all of the basically everybody who was a couple in that first or or a partner because Anna and Elsa are obviously not a couple. Right. Well, you know when I say a couple, yeah. Uh, Basically, a duo. If you were a duo, you were single for that parade. Um, Up in the perch of the pirate ship, Peter Pan and Wendy were separated. Wendy was on the ground with the Lost Boys. Yes. And Peter Pan was up on the top. Yes. Where they both used to be up there in the original parade. Yes. And I want to say that there were less of the... uh, On the Tangled float, I think there's usually a guy or a, a person on each side of the float when they're swinging back and forth for weight distribution. And from what I can tell, because I think that, um, who's the prince in uh, Tangled? I'm blanking out on his name. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. In my head is going Sven. I can't think of it. Smolder. Smolder. I know. I can't think of his name. Oh, my God. We're going to get killed. Uh, Well, Smolder, he didn't have any. (laughs) He usually has his horse on the other side. Flynn Rider. Flynn Rider. Thank you. Flynn Rider um, usually has his horse on the other side for waitress distribution. Yeah. So I think the others usually have more. And then we had Minnie on the ground. Yeah. That was really odd that Minnie and Mickey weren't allowed up there, but they're like dancing together in the stage show. So I don't really understand I don't know. what's going on with that, but I don't know. But also maybe it'll get fixed in the near future. There was also an entire float missing. Yes. Uh, it was uh, a very brave decision for them to not put Merida in the Festival of Fantasy Parade again. I don't know if she's going to be back anytime soon, uh, but her entire sequence from the song and the float were missing. So Um, Very interesting notes from the Festival of Fantasy Parade's debut on March 11th. We have not seen it since. Um, Today's recording date is eight days later, so maybe, maybe some of that stuff is back, or maybe more people are back as far as the dancers or maybe the partners are together. Who knows? But if they are, let us know, because I'd love to go see it in full. Yeah. I would love to go see it in full as well. Um, The biggest reason we haven't gone this past week or are not going to go this upcoming week is uh, spring break. Yeah, lots of people here. Um, I don't think we're going to go at least. I mean... The park pass reservations are selling out quick. Yes. So, I mean, we we may show up this upcoming week. Yeah, who knows? But Probably not. But when when it comes to spring break crowds, like spring break, Easter, Christmas, those are kind of times you, as a local, you find something else to do. Right, right, exactly. But... Soon we will go back and get to see Festival of Fantasy, mm-hmm. and hopefully it'll be less busy so we can stream it. But 
until then, one of the things that you can do is you can go to youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and you can actually see our 4K video of the Festival of Fantasy Parade. Yes, yes. YouTube.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Go subscribe. Give a thumbs up to that video. It helps so much with the growth of the channel. We're climbing towards our goal of a thousand subscribers. The faster we can get there, the faster that uh, things are going to get much better for us. So um, definitely go subscribe to our channel now. I don't know if you had a segue there, but I've got one here. I do not. Okay. So speaking of missing performers and missing things, there is something that was missing and is coming back this summer, and those are the Tumble Monkeys. The Tumble Monkeys! In the celebration of the Festival of the Lion King, I think they're going to hopefully change that name back because it's an absolute mouthful um, (laughs) to just Festival of the Lion King. Um, But we did hear from a very credible source that this summer, there's no official date yet, but this summer um, they are bringing back the Tumble Monkeys and the Festival of the Lion King will be hopefully returning to full normal uh, performance. So what we have heard was that Disney is actually um, doing some casting for dancers and aerial performers as well. So what that tells us is that the, uh, you know, the aerial performers in Festival of the Lion King, that they're going to be putting more meat back into that show. Nice. Because the thing is right now we're kind of, the the show is a celebration of yeah. the bones of festival <laughs> right, of the lion king right the elephant graveyard yeah and the thing is we want to see all those dancers return because there's nothing more amazing during that show than having that entire area filled with the dancers because they bring so much life into that space. Yes. Also, we'd love to see the Tumble Monkeys back. They are so much fun to watch. They're hilarious. They're so talented. And on top of that, I'd love to see the uh, the fog return. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Because that definitely made the beginning of the show kind of ominous. And it it's like, oh, my God, this is, this is a big show that's coming. Um, <laughs> so really, really excited to see the Tumble Monkeys coming back because they were an essential part of that show. It um, feels like it's missing. Yeah, it really does. And the other thing that we'd like to see, even though they haven't left the show, are uh, the, the two... I guess you could call them aerialists. Or, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the birds. Uh, the trapeze folks. Yeah, the couple. Um, yeah, the ones that are spin around and dance and, and fly. F- and fly in the sky. Yeah. Um, currently, they've been doing a... <laughs> during the Can You Feel the Love Tonight part. Yeah, during Can You Feel the Love Tonight. More recently, they've been doing a very distance like i honestly haven't seen it since it came back you've seen it but you, you I, I watched gone. it where it was like I, I watched a video briefly but i don't remember right so i the, haven't been to it so it came back a while ago and so at that time they were very distant so we hope to see that return to normal because celebration of the festival of the lion king is great but festival of the lion king is a must-see anytime you visit Disney Can World. Can you feel the love tonight? Not really. You're way too far away. I can't <laughs> feel anything. What did you say? <laughs> Can I feel what? <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so really, really excited about that. Um, there's lots of things as we get closer to normalcy here and COVID starts to dissipate. Um, we are really excited to bring things back to Walt Disney World, and there is, again, no official date for this as well, but really, really exciting news that the Walt Disney World Railroad at Magic Kingdom is testing. It is The train is out there moving on, on some track. They're testing the uh, the engines and the, and the cars and all that, and so there's video and 
photos and everything that have surfaced of the train doing some testing. It probably will not open until Tron is either close or done with construction because the track, actually, they're building like a tunnel under the Tron walkway for the train to go under. I cannot believe that we've been living here as long as we have been, and we have not ridden the That's, train at Magic Kingdom. It's so crazy to me that I have that I have not ridden that train since we've been here. That's it's wild. absolutely nuts. Um, we're really, really excited for that to come back because nothing is better than you know the People Mover is awesome in its own way. I love taking a break, putting my feet up, and just riding along. You taking know, taking a nap. <laughs> what el- what other way can you do that? At Magic Kingdom, aside from the railroad, you get on the train and you just relax and you take a long stroll around Magic Kingdom, around the entire uh, circumference of the park. The only other place is, uh, what is it? The, uh, help me out here, next to Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. The Astro Orbiter? No, no, not the... um, Carousel Progress? Carousel Progress. I was, I was more or less talking about like something moving, not like the show. I mean, technically, the Carousel I mean, it is, Progress it is, is moving. But no. Yes, you're right. Something. To, <laughs> but here's the thing. Carousel scenic, Progress is, scenic. It gives you a good place to take a 20-minute nap yeah. to cool you off and get like a good view of stuff. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, right. Um, so really, really excited for that to come back, hopefully in the very near future as Tron is very rapidly picking up pace on their construction. Um, They actually, really exciting, they've been putting the Tron vehicles on the track at Tron, and they're doing the push and pull stuff. And if you don't know what that is... What is it? Basically, how how they figure out how you're not going to get your hands hit by anything or, like reaching out of the ride vehicle for any right. reason. They put this big, like almost like a half a hula hoop looking thing right. over the top of and around the outside of the train car. And they push it very slowly along the track and making sure that the the hula hoop thing clears any sort of uh, low hanging bars or anything like that. Make sure that if people put their hands up, it's high as I can, even if you're as tall as Kevin Durant, um, (laughs) that you won't get your hands hit by anything. Um, So they're doing the push and pull thing throughout the entire track. So that means the track is done. They've got the They've got the coaster trains on the track. They're moving them along. The canopy is coming along really well. It looks awesome. Um, So excited to not see bones of a roller coaster out there anymore and it's like really getting close. It's like wild to me that also Tron is one that they've been working on for, for this four long. four years. I mean, I'm glad that they're doing this, you know, push and pull test also because I don't know about you, but there are a couple of rides that I've been on recently that I'm like, I'm definitely going to like lose my hands on this ride. <coughs> Velocicoaster. Yeah. So <laughs> one really cool thing and I know that the... The uh, outside, the exterior of the Tron building and the walkway and all that stuff needs to be completed before the ride opens. Right. But one really exciting thing to think about is the fact that they were doing the push and pull thing on Velocicoaster like two months before people were riding it. Right. So it's not going to open. It's not going to open in May. Uh, we're, we're hopefully going to get Cosmic Rewind in May. That hasn't officially announced yet, but it was accidentally quote-unquote leaked by a disney pr person that'll be memorial day weekend but we're anxiously awaiting an official announcement for that but 
Tron is moving along at a really good pace. They're doing the push and pull. They're finishing the construction outside. They're finishing the tunnel for the train like we were talking about. And hopefully in the new fiscal year. Which is October, which right? Which is October 1st begins the new fiscal year. Maybe before the end of 2022, we'll be riding Tron Light Cycle. So it's funny that you say that because you said about two months, right? Correct, yeah. So if the math is correct on that, I have seen people talking about how both SeaWorld and Universal have been going three times as fast. Balls to the wall. Three times as fast in terms of Disney, how how fast Disney is going. So if the math on that is correct, then that's... Uh, six months away, yeah. which would put us right in October. That'd be just about the end of September. Right but now. that, if that's correct, then I mean, th- I mean, obviously there's no like scientific anything to that. But I mean, what better way to kick off, I guess, year two of the 50th anniversary celebration on October 1st, 2022, to open Tron? How cool would that be? Yeah, it'd be really cool, especially since I'm probably gonna get not gonna get our, our pumpkins for yeah, Halloween right. again. Right. Right. Although uh, you might, you might, because that that was like the kickoff of the of the fiftieth. That's fair. Whereas the fiftieth is going till April twenty twenty three. I'll take a new roller coaster yeah, instead, sure. or I'll take both. The Cosmic <laughs> Rewind will be open. Maybe Tron will be open, and it might be a really great twenty twenty two to uh, close out this uh, the pandemic era. I guess. I hope so. I definitely hope so. Now, speaking of pandemic era, there are a couple things that are changing and. We are personally excited to see those. Yeah. So first off, you no longer have to wear a mask on the Skyliner. Yes. So one of the uh, the notes, I guess, when Disney removed their mask requirement for the vaccinated folks, um, they noted that on transportation, like the Skyliner, the monorail, the buses, you still had to wear your face covering. Um, they did announce that starting March 16th, there will be no face mask mandate for uh, the Skyliner and on uh, the for those of people who are lucky enough to to visit the Galactic Star Cruiser um, on the transport that takes you to and from um, Batu. Yeah. And but they did not say anything about buses or monorails which, for some weird reason. Which honestly is absolutely silly to me. If you're going to let me stand like butts to nuts with people during a fireworks show or during Harmonious where people are on top of each other. Right. You're telling me I can't stand on a bus? Yeah. The only thing I can think of is that the air circulating on the Skyliner is a lot better, maybe. I mean, you're saying that the person coughing behind I, me... I know. Like, <laughs> I know. It's it's all crazy at this point. I mean, I totally agree with you. I, I see that their might point be the only reasoning. That it's like a closed air thing where a Skyliner is like has the air flowing through right. it. I mean, that can be the only reason that I can really see, but you know what I mean. Like I would it, imagine there's a, an announcement coming in the near future that, you know, masks are just... You know, optional for anybody who wants to wear one. I'm just saying, like, when we, like, were there for the last Happily Ever After show and some of the the final ones, and also the very first Enchantment show, I mean... That was we, six months ago. We were surrounded by so many people. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I've ever had that many people around I don't care me. if you're inside or outside. You're still very close to people. Right. You know, if you think about this, if you go into a cold environment and you're outside and you look at, like, people's breath going everywhere, like... That breath travels. Right. Like, 
being outside isn't gonna help anything really Right. So, so I am glad that they're making those decisions yeah. for those who are vaccinated because we are and we are yep. happy. We are happy to, uh, you know, be able to not have to wear our masks on the Skyliner anymore. Also, they are removing the plexiglass from Woo-hoo! different places. Now, when we say plexiglass, what we mean by that is the partitions. When, the partitions. So when you go purchase something, you have to like slide your merch under the partition yep. and talk to somebody. Now... I really hope they also do this at Starbucks in Magic Kingdom because the other day, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I so when we went to go see Festival of Fantasy, I went to Starbucks and because we were hungry, we had gone straight over there to grab a good spot. We were both really hungry, so I jumped in line. I knew it was going to be a really long line. And how long would you say I was in line? Forty-five minutes. <sighs> yeah, but between the time you went over there and came back, it was probably about forty to forty-five minutes. Okay, so I get in line. I you know go inside and. For their plexiglass, they have like the movie theater. What are they the, like? The two-way microphone. The two-way microphone. Yeah. And I was literally like, "Hi, could two I tickets g- for Jurassic Park, please?" <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I almost said that, and I was like, "I bet they hear this all the time." Not Jurassic Park. <laughs> I almost, I almost placed a movie order, and they were. I knew that. I was like, "They don't want to hear Fine that." <laughs> but I was like, a "Bucket of soda." I was like, "Could I get this?" And she was like, "What?" And I was like, "Could I get this?" And she's like, "What?" And then she was like, Mur. And I was like, uh, "What?" Yeah. And then there is nothing more impossible to hear than somebody behind plexiglass with a mask on. So I ended up putting um, like I like typed it into my phone and like just put it up against the glass. <laughs> you actually did that? Yes. Oh my God. Because I didn't want to have to be like. <laughs> and you're not a quiet person. No, I felt like I was yelling at yeah. her and I didn't want to feel like I was yelling, but it's <laughs> so loud in Starbucks because you yeah. have you have like six registers and two kitchens and like you've got all the. You know, all the coffee makers, the espresso makers, all of that is going on. They've got the blenders going on. Yep. One Starbucks is loud enough. enough, Like, it's basically two Starbucks in that room. And then everybody who's in line. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I ended up doing that. And I really hope they remove it from that because ordering at Starbucks was like (laughs) a hoot. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. But we did end up getting food and drinks and... I'm very glad we did because they came in. It was in. needed that morning. It was needed. And I mean, you don't need Casey's hot dogs for breakfast. <laughs> you, or do you? <laughs> or you do. I don't know. I don't know. But it seemed like a good idea at the time. Because there's not many breakfast options in Magic Kingdom, no. which is crazy for a park that opens at eight or nine every day. I wish they had like some like some kind of breakfast sandwiches that they just... Like even if it was like Sleepy Hollow or... Um, uh, what's the other one over uh, Pinocchio Village House? Like, even if they had like breakfast sandwiches, make or a breakfast burrito so I can like carry a, it around. Give and me like <laughs> a plate of like two Mickey waffles and bacon. Like, give make, give me an option to get that or something. See, you know, I, I think what would do the best at Magic Kingdom is something that you could grab and go. So sure. a burrito, um, a breakfast sandwich. Yes, you could. You should be able to get like Mickey waffles, breakfast spring rolls. You know, I was literally just <laughs> thinking that, and I was like, but, "Gimme!" But you know why I wouldn't say that? Because the cart is never open. Oh, I know. <laughs> even with the cart, even if the park at full capacity, the gosh darn cart is never open. <laughs> we haven't had those in a while. I know. I gotta go back. Yeah, we have to go back. Everybody knows how much I love those. Every time I know somebody's at Magic Kingdom, they literally send me a picture of them eating spring I've rolls. I've seen them. And I'm like, what the heck? Give me one. <laughs> Bring me two. Yes. Um, so speaking of food, um, there is some sad news to report. 
because I never, unfortunately, got to do this. I don't know if you did. I did not. with your family. No, in the millions of trips you guys have made down here, <laughs> never. Um, but the Spirit of Aloha dinner show at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort is no longer there. It went away when COVID started, but it is not coming back. That was officially announced, um, and we don't know if there's going to be anything replacing it. But there is a new uh, DVC tower going up at Polynesian uh, Village Resort. Yes. I don't know if that's going to be in that area where the show was, and that's why it's not returning. I have no idea. Um, but we were we are sad to report that the Spirit of Aloha Dinner Show, essentially the Luau, as people would would call it. Um, it is not returning, and that bums me out a little bit and because this, I really wanted to go to that. And this is not a rumor. This is a Disney has confirmed. Correct. Now, the other thing is there's also been no word on Hoopty Doo Review reopening. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, from what I've seen, it doesn't seem that it's going to be canceled. There was a rumor floating around started by one particular website that we will remain unnamed. But I've seen other people more reputable sources say that that is not the case. Correct. Yeah. But and again, Walt Disney responded and said that's not the case. So we're going to wait and see. I, I do want to say that I have always wanted to go to Spirit of a- Aloha Dinner Show. I thought that was really cool. But this is before I even went to Ohana, so didn't even know what to expect. Yeah. Uh, but Hoopty Doo Review is another one that I would love to go to. That's like borderline bucket list item for me i've always wanted to do that never done it i've heard the food is amazing the atmosphere is awesome and i've heard nothing but great things from people that i know that have done it the only thing i can imagine it as is like like a capone's but better. <laughs> way better <laughs> way better oh, note to you guys because it's kind of like an inside joke but it's also in orlando yes do not go to the capone's dinner theater show or go to capone do not go there <laughs> If you ever see like an advertisement or somebody in your family is like, hey, let's go check out this Capone's thing. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. And don't let one of your friends accidentally go through a table. <laughs> don't let the $40 for a buffet and unlimited drinks entice you because the buffet goes away very quickly and the drinks are very strong and it, you will not have a good time. You will not have a good time. Yes. It was not fun. <laughs> do not recommend it at all do not go see bugsy and the gang over at capone's oh man but see that's what i imagine publicity for them yes that's what i imagine hoopty do review to be like like very um immersive i've heard that they like bring buckets of chicken to your table and like slam the bucket on the table yep. and like it's just the the show is very good and i remember watching both of these shows on the vhs tapes we used to yeah. get in the mail where yes oh remember those yeah they're all on youtube so it's really cool to go back and watch this stuff sometimes be careful if you like dive into that though because once you d- watch one you're gonna start oh, watching yeah. you'll be up at three in the morning watching disney uh, videos. you're gonna watch disney sing-along songs after oh that. i love disney sing-along songs and then maybe delve into like some other like fork in the road like barney the dinosaur oh no oh no um <laughs> quick tangent uh disney dan great channel go subscribe to him he's awesome he did like a history of the barney the dinosaur costume uh video and i do not remember early barney like the one with like the square geometric face how, you, how I do don't, you not I, remember, I remember barney? i remember the like the bright purple and green barney like, <laughs> like that barney not like the weird deep voice barney it's like no 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 i don't remember that at all that was weird I remember Barney and Friends, the one that was on PBS. 
And that's how I remember it. And the videotapes. But that video that we watched the other day. That was terrifying. I remember, like, we had that VHS. And with the, with the, with the ducks, three little ducks that I once knew, where they had, like, the little umbrellas. Because I remember that song, so they definitely did it again later on. But I don't remember that scary-looking Barney. up and down in, in my, my little, little red wagon. wagon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was in the later ones, too. Yeah, but that was in the, the very the first OG, one. The OG. The Barney. OG, ugly, scary Barney. <laughs> Man, but seriously, go watch that video on Disney Dan's page. <laughs> it was hilarious. Barney. I can't believe you don't remember that, Barney. I don't. It's scary. My whole point is that if it you... It kind of scarred me. If you start with the VHS like the old yeah. VHS vacation DVDs. That's a hole that's fun to dive down, but you will get lost. Yeah. Forever. You will. Forever. YouTube has an amazing way of pulling up stuff when you're watching something. They're like, hey, we can keep you on here for another few hours. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um, let's. Speaking of scary, let's go jump over to Universal real quick. And we have, uh, it was posted the other day, on a Twitter account that is HN Nightmares. So it's not HHN, it's HN Nightmares on Twitter. And every year they release what's called a speculation map. And as time goes along and we get closer to Halloween Horror Nights, the map gets adjusted as things are announced and rumors are more concrete. And the map of Universal Studios Florida and where... Um, different houses, different scare zones, all that kind of stuff is going to be gets updated. But the version one speculation map came out the other day on HN Nightmares on Twitter, um, and looks like we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten uh, potential haunted houses. None of the scare zones are announced yet, and the um, the Marathon of Mayhem that was the Water Lagoon show. Yes, um, that is on the speculation map as well. And so we do think that. Nightmare Fuel was one and done. <laughs> yeah, because the Fear Factor stage was supposed to be demolished by now. They were going to put another Harry Potter or something or other over there, but that project got canceled. So um, the Fear Factor live stage is still there. I don't know if the inside is still intact, but like the, the bones of the structure is still there. So maybe there would be another show. Bring I'm back so Bill curious and Ted. because it really added a lot to it. So that is still unknown. Bring I back guess. Bill and Ted, please. <laughs> Don't bring back that show was wonderful. That show there's nothing better than pop culture spoofs. I took a nap during that show. Well, I don't blame you because we did the full (laughs) full park day plus horror nights, which do not recommend. And we and we saw the very last show, and I was like, I've never watched this before. I'm so tired. It's wonderful. It's so funny. I remember like falling asleep like that, like sitting. It was like that kind of tired where you're sitting up and asleep at the same time. Yeah. But I've never watched Bill and Ted. But we'll see what if anything comes of that. But let's go over these haunted houses. All right. So, uh, looking at the uh, speculation map version one, it looks like there are three projected original. Um, house ideas, not based on IPs. Um, The first is Seaside Village, and there's no information or anything, but that's what it's called. It's called Seaside Village. What do you think that could be? Uh, I don't know. To be honest with you, so when maybe I maybe Jaws related or something, that'd be kind of cool. Seaside Village makes me think of like a boating like yeah. area, but not like nec- maybe Jaws. But I also picture like if we're thinking of like scary, gory stuff. Like fish hooks and like blood and like oh, yeah, like yeah. cutting things open and like almost like a like a fisherman's yeah. horror house is what I that's, imagine. That's a good call. That's a good guess. Maybe like 
guts and worms and well, I imagine like a I I imagine like a really creepy like uh, jump (laughs) where like you have like a scare actor with a hook through their cheek. Ah. Yeah, that's that's what first pops into my head. So Seaside Village is going to be the first one. The next one is El Chupacabra. And I don't know much about the legend of El Chupacabra, but down in San Antonio where Danny's from, I guess it's kind of a big thing. I mean, it's just something that like in it's just part of the culture. Um, Like people always claim to see it. it? Uh, Is it like a creature? Is it an animal? Is it? I feel like I need to like pull up a description. Um, El Chupacabra. Um, the Chupacabra is a legendary creature in the folklore of parts of the Americas with its first sightings reported in Puerto Rico in 1995. The name comes from the animal's reported vampirism. The Chupacabra is said to attack and drink the blood of livestock, including goats. Mm. So, I mean, it it used to just always be something that was like mentioned. Is it kind of like the Loch Ness Monster where it's like... <laughs> Like exists but doesn't exist type of thing. Yeah, that's that's like my understanding of it. Of it. it would it would be like when you were a kid, they'd be like, oh, like the chup- the chupacod, like the I, can't, I can't even say it. Yeah, like basically, like the animal boogeyman will get you, <laughs> and you'd be like, oh no, don't leave the dog outside. The chupacabra will get it. Like what? Um, but also, like if you were outside, like in the woods, and you heard something, you oh, it's the chupacabra. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got you. So like. I've heard it in a lot of different like scenarios. Sure. Um, however, I don't know if any of them are like more so related to my hometown or it's more so of like a, I don't know. I, I, I honestly don't know what they're going to do with this, but I will say that if they do this, it's they're going to have a lot of probably livestock and like dead stuff. So like dead dead livestock, a lot of blood, like the chupacabra eating things, um, you know, going after things. So I can see it being super scary. And especially if it's supposed to be something that's outside, then I would imagine that they would create a lot of like foliage, grass, trees, um, different things to be able to create those jump scares. So, um, I guess we'll see, uh, but I guess in what I'm used to it, is it almost being like a folklore, like a, it's just, you know, a myth. And so, but some people swear they've seen it like the Loch Ness Monster. So I don't know. But uh, the last one for the original is going to be called Underground Creatures. And that could be anything. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> only I'll only accept it if it's an HHN exclusive food item, and it's the same pizza that they had in the in the cartoons with the meltiest oh. cheese ever. Oh my yes, gosh! Yes, yes. Forget pizza fries. Let's give me the mutant Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pizza, like a giant slice of pizza that when you lifted the, the cheese, cheese just... pull is like orgasmic. Yes, <laughs> I feel like you have to bleep that out. <laughs> no. No, we're not. The cheese pullers are orgasmic. Hey, you bleeped me out last yeah, week. Yeah, because you said, you said beep. <laughs> I can't repeat it. You said beep. <laughs> you thought it was so funny. What was, what was the quote you said? <laughs> I said something, something. Plan your... Sh- oh, yeah, yeah. Plan your S. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I Danny was... said a bad word. <laughs> 
Uh, well, what do you think underground creatures could be? I don't really know, but it sounds awesome. I'm like these creatures that you don't like a groundhog, maybe, but like more. I think more or less like a giant spider. Yeah, like something you would picture like living in the bottom of the sea. Like that's underwater. No, I know, but like like things that you like don't normally see that would live under the ground instead of this instead of underwater. But like you know, like if you Google like deep sea like bottom of the ocean sure weird creatures like think of that but like something that would live under the ground instead they could scare me with an, a deep sea creatures yeah. but i'm curious what is underground i don't know but we'll find out hopefully i think that'd be really cool i'm like now i'm very curious what could be considered yeah what lives in the ground and, and right now on speculation map version 1.0 um that is the third original concept house third of three now i wanted to ask you um on a on the very first one uh-huh. it says universal monsters correct. correct so is that considered ip it is it's just not new. so universal monsters is a very big deal at Universal. You know, it's it's you know like Frankenstein, that kind of stuff. Right. Um Frank uh what what's the uh the creature from the Black Lagoon, you know what I'm talking about? That yes. weird looking fish guy. Yeah. Like that old footage. Like that's Universal Monster stuff. And there's actually a Universal Monster section going into the brand new Epic Universe park that's opening in 2025. Uh, you know what? That would make a lot of sense for them to throw this in there to start yeah. to kind of get exactly. peak people's interest. Exactly. So the one that's rumored is the mummy versus the wolfman. So that could be a really fun house. You kind of go through a story, sort of like the Bride of Frankenstein like they had last year. Um, it'd be really fun to go um, check out a little story that they build inside the house. All I'm picturing is the Everybody Backstreet's Back music video <laughs> right now. Yeah, sure. Which I would be here for, but I mean, I guess that you know that's based on some of those creatures. But I think yeah. that'd be really cool to see the mummy versus the wolfman. I think they could make that really scary. Absolutely. Um, the next one that I wanted to cover just because I have it up here is... And some of these I feel like I'm not going to be f- as familiar with. Right, so right. I uh, apologize in advance. Um, so Fear Street, um, there's actually a book series, um, and it's a film series as well. There's a trilogy, but the books, the movies are based on um, books written by R.L. Stein, who is also okay. the, uh, the author of Goosebumps. Okay, and so he's known for his, you know, his scary, of course, stuff. Um, so Fear Street is uh, a trilogy of movies based on his books, and it'd be really cool to kind of be able to live through those um, those movies inside haunt, uh, haunted house at uh, Horror Nights. Okay, I see, I see. So um, the next one that I'm seeing as a rumor is The Last of Us, mm-hmm. and it looks like the Last of Us series is a action adventure game. Yes. So, uh, did you know what this was? I did actually, and it's uh, it's based on um, like a post apocalyptic. Post apocalyptic. There yep. you go. So it's like a it's like a third person perspective game um, where you're you're um, like a, a smuggler and, and you're escorting a teenage girl. Her name is Ellie across a post apocalyptic United States. Huh. So it'd be really cool to see like kind of like zombie-ish kind of things, I would imagine. If it's post apocalyptic, I would imagine that there's probably some sort of zombie breakout type of thing, like a Walking Dead, um, without actually having the Walking Dead, which has been at Horror Nights in the past. Okay. Um so kind of excited to check that out. Um Halloween is one that jumped out at me right away because that franchise is huge. 
and there's been so many Halloween movies, and I can't remember, because we're not huge Horror Nights buffs. Not yet. We will be as time goes on, but I don't recall them having a Halloween house at Horror Nights in any recent memory. But let me know if I'm wrong. But I'm a house, sure. house based on an IP as huge as Halloween is going to be a really big deal. Yeah, I would love to see that. Um, I think that those kind of things people get really excited about and for a good reason. Yes. All right. So next is The Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. And is that another video game? Yeah, no, it's it's actually a movie series. There's uh, the Evil Dead. There's Ash versus Evil Dead. There's all different kinds. I've never seen these different movies. Yeah, I, I haven't either. But I've I remember Ash versus Evil Dead being at Horror Nights the year that we went in 2017. That was one of the houses we went through. I don't remember anything. Um, it from was 2017. You know, I think it was in the Beetlejuice so house <laughs> where the Beetlejuice the house was last year. I think it was in that same spot. I also like I like I said I don't remember it because I w- I was very tired yeah. after that day. Um, I know we've talked about it. So the Evil Dead, the first movie came out in 1981. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't even born yet. Yeah. So the, the basic um, description here on Google says Ashley Ash Williams, um, his girlfriend and three pals hike into the woods to a cabin for a fun night away. There they can find an old book, the Necrona, oh God, the Necronomicon, uh, whose text reawakens the dead when it's read aloud. Um, it sounds like the friends read the book out loud and a flood of evil comes in and they must fight for their lives. And that sounds kind of fun. Yeah. I love so, fighting for my life. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, checking that out when that comes in. And that's actually directed by Sam Raimi, who's actually the director of the original Spider-Man films, as well as the upcoming uh, Dr. Strange multiverse of madness. Can't wait for that. So it's going to be very horror ish because Sam Raimi kind of leans that way. Right. Um, one thing that really stood out to me on this here, and I never would have put it on there, is if I was making a speculation map, and that is The Weekend. Not The Weekend, The Weekend, the artist, The yes. Weekend. You know, the, I can't I'm with you, I but I love my, it. I can't feel my face when yeah, I'm with that, you. Yeah, that's that song. <laughs> um, or the, ooh, I'm blinded by the light. That guy. If you're on TikTok, you know the song. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, um, yeah, I. Uh, if you if you ever watched a a weekend video, they're very horror based. Okay. They're very like things popping out at you, like darkness, all kinds of stuff. So it makes sense when you watch his music videos. But I don't know what they're gonna do as far as an IP goes for uh, for horror nights. But I'm very very curious. And it's just speculation right yeah, now. Exactly. So it could be you know something that was heard, something that's being worked on. We don't know. Um, but I would be be very interested to see that because sometimes these original ideas have the most you know creative um, expression thrown at them. Right. So I would be excited to see that. And then last we have the Curse of Pandora's Box. And it sounds like this is actually a uh, a repeat, um, probably not the same house, but it lo- actually no, I'm sorry, it was featured at 2019's Halloween Horror Nights in Hollywood, not here in Orlando. Okay, so they're bringing it here, yeah. or they might be bringing it here. Yep. So um, I don't see too much of a description here as far as um, Curse of Pandora's Box, but that's an old time expression that you don't want to open that Pandora's box, so you don't want to get involved in what's going to happen if you open that box. So. You never know what's going to happen in the haunted house there. Um, but really, um, really curious to see what that's all about if it does come to fruition. Uh, let's see. 
the Curse of Pandora's box. What is a what is the space in the ocean where things disappear? Is that um what am I thinking of? Like the, uh, uh, the Bermuda Triangle. Bermuda Triangle. Okay, that's not what it is. Um, I was the the case of Pandora's box is totally different. Yeah. Um, uh, real quick, there's a uh, HalloweenHorrorNights.Fandom.com, and there's a description from the 2019 house, and it says, Some things are never meant to be opened. Sadly for you, someone already has, unleashing an unimaginable evil. Welcome to the curse of Pandora's box, the living nightmare netherworld of Hades, populated Ooh. by the f- most fearsome monsters in Greek mythology. Prepare for a trip through hell where the demonic temptress Pandora serves as your guide. Once the box is opened and evil has been released, it can never be closed again. Okay. I mean, I think that sounds really cool. Yeah. But the other thing is they could also probably do anything they want with it because Pandora's box can basically be anything. Correct. So it's I'm, more or less an expression. Um, I'm very excited about that. I think that's a really that could be really cool. Me the too. Reason, the reason I was thinking of the Bermuda Triangle was I saw a video where somebody was saying that they think that the Bermuda Triangle ends at, at the... Um, the bottom of Florida. Oh, really? Yeah. And they were trying to like prove it. And I was like, what? And I just saw that. And I was like, hmm, that'd be really funny if they brought it here. Yeah. But that is not the case. So overall, I am very excited about the, these potential houses because I'm ready for Halloween Horror Nights. I want to go there more nights than we got to go last year. And we got to go a couple nights last year. Yes. Yes, we did. Um, so that just about wraps up the speculation for Halloween Horror Nights 31 here in 2022. But I did hear one more rumor um, that because Netflix and Universal have a very good relationship with Halloween Horror Nights, like last year they had The Haunting of Hill House. Which was and, great. Which was an awesome house. Um, I did hear that because Stranger Things 4 is coming out in April, late April, that they may be featured at Horror Nights 31. That'd be really cool. I would cool. love to go through a Stranger Things house. I would love it. I didn't get to go through any of the past ones, and I would love, because I love Stranger Things, and I would love to go through that. I feel like we've been waiting so long for Stranger Things. I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hopper disappeared, and then he reappeared in a trailer, and I want to know what happened to him. Me too. He became the Red Guardian in Black <laughs> Widow. <laughs> That's what happened. He exploded, and then he was the Red Guardian. Yeah. Crazy. Um... I wonder with all the Russia stuff going on if anything from Stranger Things 4 will have to be like cut out. What do you mean? Because didn't like all that stuff originate in Russia? Like didn't he end up in Russia hmm. when he disappeared? I don't remember. It's I been don't know. because they let out the last season like ec- like Forever literally ago. decades ago Before we moved, I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, I'm pretty sure we watched it at home in Quincy. Uh, I'm like 90% sure. Now I'm curious. Yeah, let's Google it real quick. Stranger Things 3. When did that come out? Stranger Things. Let's nope, see. nope. That's Strangers. That's not going to work. Three. Ooh, Strangers. I remember that movie. Yeah. That was awful. Stranger Things 3. Show Fourth me a July. show me a year. July 4th, 2019. It was before we moved. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's wild. That was so long ago. That was so long ago. <laughs> a whole lifetime ago it feels it's like. For real though. At least for us and, you know, pre-pandemic. So with with how fast they're kicking out some of these shows, I'm shocked that they've been dragging their feet like this. Those yeah. kids are going to have families right. and like be full adults. Like du- they're going to be whole adults. Dustin's going to be a big, handsome man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. 
don't know. I'm sure he will be, but and like it's him, just him and his little his little gal pal are gonna get married, and you know they're yeah. they're gonna sing Never Ending Story at their wedding. What they call Dusty Buns? Dusty Buns and Susie Poo. Uh, Susie, <laughs> that's her name. Susie Poo. Um, yes, that's a very very cute song from the final episode of Stranger Things three. Well, I would love to see more Stranger Things. It's just come on. Give it to us already. That's taken so long. Uh-huh. So long. Speaking of giving things to us already, um, there is a brand new walkway hope opening very soon at Epcot. Okay. Now, where is this walkway, you might add? Where is it? When you walk through the main entrance of Epcot and you're in the the, the pavilion where the, the fountain and Spaceship Earth are. Yes. Right now, it's a huge pain to walk through there to get to World Showcase. You have to go down. If you go left, you have to go up and then back and then around a wall over by Cosmic Rewind and the new spaceship. And then you have to walk towards the center and then down into World Showcase. If you go right, you have to walk over by Finding Nemo's, uh, the Seas of Nemo and Friends. You have to go over by the land. You have to go over by Figment, take a left. It's crazy. Apparently, when Connections Cafe, which is the new quick service option, that's opening at Epcot, where the new Starbucks is going to go, Okay, is what I also heard. Um, there's going to be a walkway that goes right by the entrance of Connections Cafe, which is more a much more straight route under Spaceship Earth to get to World Showcase. Okay, So I'm really excited for that to reopen at some point where those construction walls come down and we can actually walk much faster to, uh, to World Showcase from the parking lot. Yes. I mean, I'm excited for that because, to be honest, when you were just talking... In my head, I was like, what did that even look like before? And I was just imagining where those fountains were. They used to have like a whole Muppet. Do you remember when the Muppets used to come and go around in that main area? Yes. Over where Club Cool was? I can't remember what it was called, but it was... was um, Professor Bunsen Honeydew and Beaker, and yeah, Beaker, yeah, and they're on that little bike thing. Yeah, so like, there's a whole lot of space that they're not utilizing right now. So when I think back to that, I'm like, wow, it'd be so cool to have that space back because right now it's just been so long that we've had to just make an entire hike to get to the yeah. other side. The uh, future world at Epcot was in a little bit of a disarray <laughs> for a while, but they're they're getting there. We're figuring it out, and all the Moana stuff is happening. Uh, really looking forward to, to seeing that when that comes out. Um, and then one final thing we just wanted to touch on real quick before we get out of here is another Epcot item. And the uh, height requirement for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind was announced. Okay. And it's this is really important to note because it also... We're looking at the other height requirements for uh, the other rides at Walt Disney World. I hope I'm tall enough to ride. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know it's not on this list for some reason do you know what the height requirement is for rock and roller coaster i believe it's 48 inches can you look that up for me sure give me one second yeah no problem um Um, i believe it's 48 inches but so going down the list here space mountain is 44 inches expedition everest is 44 inches avatar flight of passage is 44 inches just says four feet four feet so that's 48 inches like i said so rock and roller coaster has the highest height requirement um, Big Thunder, Mountain, Splash Mountain, Mission Space, Star Tours, Rise of the Resistance, Tower of Terror, and Dinosaur are all 40 inches. And Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind has been announced as a 42-inch height requirement, which tells me that it's not going to be as intense as a Space Mountain, Expedition Everest, Rock and Roller Coaster. But it's going to be a little bit more intense than a Big Thunder Mountain or a Rise of the Resistance or Tower of Terror. 
So I think that's a perfect little medium for this coaster because nobody was expecting it to be like a Velasa coaster because it's essentially a coaster with show scenes. Now you're saying a coaster with show scenes, what is it going to be? Escape from Gringotts? No. This is going to be a much more coaster uh, ride than Escape from Gringotts. And it's going to have this reverse launch that they keep touting. They keep touting. That sounds really awesome. There's going to be multiple show scenes and jumps through the galaxy. And I'm really, really excited to see what this looks like when it's done. I'm very excited about this. Um, I <laughs> when you were talking about, I always forget that they even have height requirements. Right. To be honest. Right. Um, but I'm very excited to ride these rides. Um, here's the thing: there we have got news kind of trickling in. I think we're going to see a lot of new news after spring break. Sure. Um, I'm also excited to go back to the parks. Um, one thing that we wanted to kind of leave you guys with is, I know we we have kind of touched on this a lot, but the next six months are going to be, um, you're going to be seeing a lot from us. Yep. Um, you are going to be hearing a lot from us. So please make sure that you are following us on the forms of, on the forms of social media of that you you usually use um, your support means the world to us first off and every time you watch a video every time you like a post every time you share something with somebody else that helps us reach our goals mm-hmm. and our goals long term are to be able to be in the parks more to be able to bring be able to bring you more things to be able to experience more things and Review them so that you guys know what to expect and what to do when you guys visit. If, if you guys like what we do, let us know because it's very motivating and it makes us feel really good when you do that. And when we say let us know, you don't necessarily, I, I would say you don't have to reach out and say, I like you. Yeah, um, no, just every once in a while you get comments on videos and comments. messages through our Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. And it's, just, it's really nice to see. Uh, people appreciating the coverage that you do and um, we we greatly appreciate it. When you interact with us, it tells us that you enjoy what we do and it helps us to continue growing. It makes us want to do even more. Yeah, it makes us want to do even more. And the thing is, there is so much going on in the theme park world Mm -hmm. and we are figuring out where we bring the best content for you guys. And I think we have a really, really good idea of what Mm -hmm. we're going to be doing and what you guys enjoy because you've told us. So make sure that you are following us on all forms of social media. Um, Help us reach our goal on YouTube. We're so, so close. Yeah, That's just the first goal because we're going to smash that one and then we're going to continue climbing, baby. And we've got some awesome surprises. We've got TikTok lives that are going to be happening. So if you are somebody who likes to use TikTok, make sure you're following us there because we're going to have some really exciting things happening. But overall, um, I'm really excited about 2022. Um, Again, I think that we're going to see more things announced after spring break. And I'm excited that we're going to be part of it. I'm excited to see what comes of all the news that we talked about today. And darn it, would you please announce Fantasmic already? (laughs) Uh, I'm so bummed my little uh, hypothesis came and went. I know. Because that would have been perfect. That would have been the ultimate return for Fantasmic to return on the last night where it last played in 2020. It would have been really cool to have it come back on the the 12th. I am hoping that by the time the next time we meet for our show, that I will be crying, screaming, and on the floor just celebrating because they have already announced Fantasmic. We shall see. So 
All right, guys. Well, we are going to take off. Let us know in the comments if you are excited about any of the news that we put out. And um, I'm excited to see what keeps coming for 2022. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all other podcast platforms. Be sure to follow at Park Hopper Show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and now join our ever-growing following on TikTok. Head over to youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and subscribe to our channel for theme park videos and more. For one-stop access to all of our created content and to visit our merchandise store, visit a couple of parkhoppers.com. And until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you around, around the, the parks. parks.